Hey everybody, welcome to uh, episode three, season two, the long-awaited return of uh, your favorite passenger rail podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Rail Results. I am Joe Aiello. I am joined, as always, by... Maddie Butler, still Maddie Butler. Uh, we are still, uh, we are back to being, I think the last time we recorded, we were actually in the same room. We are back to being yeah. our bi-coastal selves. Yeah. Um, how is things going with you? Things is going. Things is going. Um, you know, I've been working on um, just getting the word out around Measure RR. It's the Caltrain's initiative on the ballot here um, in the Bay Area. Joe and I made a fun little video about that one. Um, and I definitely want to give a huge thank you to everyone um, who donated to our letter writing campaign. If anyone wonders, you know, kind of where have y'all been for like the last two months? Um, Seriously. You know, the after aftermath, aftershock, I don't know, the outcome of our trip. Um, there we go. It just turned out like to be so much more than we expected. You know, like we went in with high hopes, but but just getting to like talk to people in the field, talk to members and like just raise awareness on what it is that we're facing with 3X service. You know, I mean, it's it's been a long battle and the last couple of months, I think we've been recuperating. We've been uh, changing our strategies and figuring out how we're going to F up whatever comes next. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I mean, it's while I think every time we record, we joke around that like, oh, we're going to do this more often. Like we got a rhythm. And then, I mean, it's, COVID it's, happens, baby. It's, it's, it's 2020. It's, it's, it's pandemic, baby. You know, yes. it's, 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 we're still in the thralls of things. And yeah. uh, we had that great trip. Uh, we spent the three weeks on the West coast and, and up, up, up through Montana. You, you guys can hear all about that in the, the last two episodes. Um, and I'm sure most of you have already heard about it and yeah. written in and, and talked to us about it personally. But um, yeah, no. Uh, so Maddie and I, through work, we did a, a fundraising campaign to raise money for the nonprofit for our association, and um, it did gangbusters. Like, I think yeah. we were actually we're the first like non CEO of the association to write or non board member to write a letter yeah. of solicitation. I mean, it things are it's it's tough out there. Every nonprofit is is hurting. Everyone needs money. It, we're all struggling, but. Mm -hmm. um, our members, our listeners, people out there, um, thank you um, for for those yeah. who are uh, who, who, those of you who are a crossover, who are Rail Results listeners, but also Rail Passenger Association members. Um, yeah. yeah, thank you for uh, for for listening, for for uh, for helping out, and uh, yeah, and being supportive, contributive members like of our Rail Passenger Society. It's just. Um, you know, I mean, like it's it's been a hard year to be an advocate straight up. And so to see like a really great financial return on a campaign, great connections, you know, um, seeing like just people out in the field and like also like it sounds weird, but the affirmation of seeing people like living their everyday lives. I mean, yeah, we're all masked up, but like, you know, things are still moving on and it's just always good to just like get in there and experience that part of it, too. Yeah, that's the one thing we've gotten over the last two months of yeah, it's been about two months uh august yeah so um this is in the two months since the trip took place um a lot of people like thanking us especially like even just small things like our instagram posts like we took a bunch of pictures a bunch of content like 
thank you for being out there showing us it's safe showing us mm -hmm. that it's like we can i mean well, thanks for repping our town and showing people like positive things about our town and not just like where covid hit or whatever you know yeah 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 because it's mean, like you definitely need to be aware you need to be cognizant of what's happening you know stay sharp and be careful traveling but you should be careful traveling anyway yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think that is actually just the common sense approach. Like we yeah. were able to, while, and unfortunately we're starting to see things spike and, and people are getting a little bit more lax about things. Mm -hmm. um, the content and pictures we're still seeing from our members, our friends who are who, who actually need to be out there and traveling. Um, people are wearing masks, people, you know, Amtrak mm -hmm. is still doing things right. We, we, we learned that first, we saw that firsthand. Um, and still to the, you know, two months later, people are like, you kind of helped show us it's okay. And mm -hmm. even though the service cuts are happening, the schedule changes are happening, uh, the trains are getting smaller, trains are still selling out, people are still, and, and now we got the holidays coming up. So yeah. I feel that we did a little bit of, in the middle of a, of a, of a crap storm, um, we, we showed people that you can still do it right. And you don't have to be afraid. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't want to get into the whole, don't be afraid kind of, you know, that's a whole nother terrible right. thing. Well, um, we're not those kinds of advocates, fortunately. Yes. <laughs> we don't you, have to worry you, about that. You don't, you don't, I, I'll, I'll rephrase this. You don't have to be afraid if you must travel, if it's essential, if you need to get from place to place, mask up, stay, stay, up, uh, stay away from people. Oh my God, but just you follow the rules. Just follow the rules so we can all Follow the rules and you can do it, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, so that's what we've been up to the last two months, you know, still advocating, still talking about the trip and, 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 but like for work-wise, we've been extremely busy. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, you know, we, we finished that letter writing campaign. We've talked to a lot of people in the field, but while we're doing this, we're also still running our monthly webinar installments. Mm -hmm. um, and so for those of you who are trying to catch up, you can go to railpassengers.org slash webinars. Um, and you'll be able to hop right to everything that we've produced this year. Um, so our last webinar, we had Ray Lang uh, from Amtrak, and we were talking about like, uh, how do we push expansion while still facing the uh, three-time service cuts? Um, and Ray's team is really cool because what they do is they look at um, new and existing corridors and corridor expansion. Um, so, you know, when we talk about things like the northern um, most parts of the Heartland Flyer or like doing offshoots of the builder, like, you know, we see a lot of uh, people in the FOMER communities just Nashville, like map Atlanta. out. National Atlanta for sure. Oh my God, Louisville, Cincinnati, Chicago. Like there's so many corridors where it's like, if we just started connecting these pieces, um, we wouldn't need any more freaking cars. Yeah, no, seriously. And then actually, if you go to um, the Rail Passengers, uh, the webinar website, uh, we have all the PDFs of all the presentations you can follow along. Yes. And there was a map. I forget exactly. It was exactly. slide 18. I remember there we go. this. And it was, and we joked around with Ray uh, before the presentation saying, I think you might actually be breaking news and people are not realizing it, um, is that it, for the first time, we've actually seen what Amtrak's future plans are on top of what we yeah. currently have. So that's basically his, that, that side of Amtrak saying like, listen, these service cuts are temporary. The long distance routes are here to stay, but we also want to do this cool stuff. Yeah. And it was it was it was it was kind of cool to see because we can chew gum and walk at the same time. I was just gonna say, what is our motto this year? Like it really it really has turned into that because you know I think once we got a hold on the COVIDity um, for ourselves, 
then like what we've been able to produce and like still get done I think is pretty relevant and like Ray was such a breath of fresh air for me because it's like so much of the news is just it's Debbie Downer you know everything it is, is- it is hard and sad out there and so it was really great to have somebody who was like okay listen we're gonna get through this like our team is not giving up like we know what's gonna come and we just need to like bear through this and invest in our future you know and i mean i know we have a lot of listeners out there who are not fans of um, like amtrak management (laughs) and i totally get that and uh sometimes when you listen to these like smaller teams or like more niche directives then you can learn a lot more because there's a whole bunch of stuff that management actually isn't really in charge of yet, you know? So it's like, if these smaller teams can do the work that the passengers want, the work that Amtrak employees want and get it to a point where management has to kind of like do what's expected of them, um, you know, it puts us all in a better position. And so I think what Ray presented was like really clearly mapping out a game plan. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would like, I mean, I can't like, if you're going to watch one of the the series that we've done so far, I would definitely recommend like, if you're looking for something hopeful, not just informative (laughs) on like the current state, but like, give me a future, give me that serotonin. It's definitely railing. Well, I mean, of course, go back and watch them all because your your favorite podcast hosts who we are currently listening to, we tend to play host and MC um, at certain parts of the webinar. So like you can- you can listen to us in the podcast and then see our smiling faces all dolled up, dressed up um, from our home offices, which we're sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. If you watch our but, most recent videos, there's some really great blazers. We've got some ties. We're like having some fashion moments as well. So like, <laughs> I really hope y'all enjoy that. Um, speaking of fashion moments for our next <laughs> webinar, uh, what are you going to wear, Joe? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I try to make, even though you have the same backdrop, um, for every time I'm on video, uh, for work, um, I like to at least change it around. So different yeah. shirt and tie combinations, you know, make it look like I'm actually leaving, um, the, the apartment from time to time, right. <laughs> but I have, I've not decided what my wardrobe is, uh, for our next webinar, mm. but, uh, speaking of that webinar, um, talk about a little bit, uh, cause actually a friend of ours is actually coming to talk to, uh, our nice. national audience, uh, this oh time around, so uh, our, our, our friend, Jared Johnson from transit matters, uh, our, the Boston based advocacy group, uh, Jared is absolutely a fantastic public speaker, oh, man, uh, absolutely, uh, fabulous, uh, friend, uh, and, and, you know, kind of colleague in, in this advocacy world, but, um, really spearheading a whole lot of things that, so while this is going to be a Northeast corridor centric, uh, webinar, because, uh, so Jared's talking from transit matters and we have, uh, Carolyn Decker from uh, Amtrak. She's in charge mm-hmm. of the Northeast corridor. She'll be talking about the new Acela and, you know, some of the schedule improvements in the future, but, um, what Jared's going to be talking about with like regional rail are things that, Nashville tried to do with their ballot initiative uh, last year uh, or two years ago. Um, What Austin's trying to do now, what Phoenix is trying to do, uh, what Dallas is doing with commuter rail, like all these regional locations are going to take a lot of uh, of, like notes for what Jared's going to be bringing to the table uh, with what him and his team and fellow advocates are doing here uh, in the Boston area when it comes to uh, environmentally friendly, you know, getting rid of diesel and, and using yeah. uh, electric units and fixing signals 
and yeah. redoing redoing bus lanes to actually coordinate with with schedules and like as we we've wild talked right buses you know <laughs> it's not just trains but it's, it's yeah. buses that get people around as well right. um so i i really so that's going to be um register now um go to our website uh railpassengers.org events uh go to our work website and register registrations are, are up until i think monday the 19th so in a couple of days, and then the webinar is Wednesday the 21st at two o'clock Eastern. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Like I said, Jared is a fantastic speaker and uh, come listen yeah. to him and Carolyn talk about the uh, the Northeast. And it's like I said, not just about the Northeast, but like what is going to, what you can do in your region as well. Because um, right. we did the Front Range webinar uh, a while back, which is actually based on the trip that we were supposed to take. And people yeah. took a lot of notes for like, especially when it came to the new corridors. Um, right. People were taking notes for front range. How can we do this in Texas? How can we do this right. in Tennessee? How can we do this in Georgia? So it's don't be afraid of the title of the corridor. It's not just uh, the corridor. Well, and also, I mean, to that effect, you know, like if the northeastern if the northeastern corridor is like mm -hmm. everybody's baby, um, like what can we what can we learn from what's going on there and apply it to other corridors? I mean. You know, there's such favoritism with with spending and funding when it comes to Amtrak in that regard, in contrast to um, all of the other state funded routes and the entire national network. Right. Yes. So, yeah. like, let's take notes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then let's get Amtrak California there. Let's get the Hiawatha there. Let's get Builder Baby. Like, let's do it. Like. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. Plus, I I just get giddy anytime I listen to Jared like talk or write or do anything. Like he's brilliant, and he's absolutely. Um, it's the same thing as I was saying with Ray. Like where you want a breath of fresh air, you want direction, you want something constructive, because um, it's it's just been a hard year for things that um, are based in advocacy. So yeah, and, and I guess like I said earlier, talking to hear about from like pro pro, you know. Yeah, and like I said, talking about uh, beginning of the pod uh, with um, our letter running campaign, like you know, everyone's hurting. Like you know, not nonprofits mm -hmm. for. I mean, even even for profits. I mean, you know, while right. I mean, depending on what level you're at, or, or, or you know, it, it's, it's still and, and it's it's sad, you know, to think that you know we're you know ten months or actually so. Woof. About, about, about well, ten months in the year, but we're about what yeah. seven, six, seven months into like all these lockdowns and, and all, all this this madness since the spring. And uh, I mean, we're, we're still, we're still hurting. So we're just, you know, it's a, it's a new age and a new face of advocacy. And, yeah. you know, we will be back in person. We'll be back on the road. Uh, we're hoping after the holidays, we'll, we'll see how things happen uh, with uh, where we're with, with, with vaccines or COVID or how the winter takes, you know, takes people. Yeah. But um, we've already been, uh, Maddie and I have already been in discussion with uh, what our next trips are going to look like and get back on the road and see you guys, all your yes. lovely faces. But because um, there's only so much you can do by Zoom. There's only so much you can do yeah. uh, uh, from the home office, as we said before we did our our, our Western and Northern trip, but uh, we're hoping to uh, come to your town soon. Yeah, if you want us to come to your town, send us an email or at us and tell us where your town is and when you'd like us to come, because we are always looking to support like regional issues. And I know after, you know, we're going to have some post-election coverage come November, both from work and on our end over here in the unfunded yeah. podscape space. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like an unfunded mandate. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's just, yeah, just reach out to us. 
keep us informed. Let us know how your ballot issues are going. Let us know what the state of transit's like in your area for 2021. Because um, we're always here to do collaborative work and support, you know, small communities, big communities, whoever needs our help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I do want to say before we move on, we're going to get into the mailbag in a second. Um, this is like a total er, hard shift. Um, so we had talked to some friends who were doing a pride ride, um, which is like the coolest thing ever. And I wanted to reach out to our fans and just ask, um, hey, listeners, do you guys do like seasonal trips with your like team or social club? Um, you know, do you have like a group that you travel with annually? Because I think one thing that I would like to do is start collecting those stories and share those stories on air. Yeah, uh, yeah, we 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 reached out to uh, to uh, our friends. Uh, there's there's a there's a, a gay lesbian um, Amtrak Facebook group uh, out there. Yeah, what is it? Gay um, lesbian by transit allies. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so th- because they could not do the pride ride uh, in June, mm-hmm. um, I think they, they, they did it last month, September. Yeah, uh, so a, yeah. a small group, so they masked up, so you know, social distanced, and they were on the Zephyr. We'll have to ask them to find out. <laughs> I, I think they were. I think they were on the Zephyr, yeah. and so we, we we back and forth. I, I thought that it actually be a great story to tell because I mean there was from people from all over the country show, showed up, got on the ride. You know, at, at certain parts we we mm-hmm. saw you know pride flags and and lights and rooms decorated. Yeah, and it, it was it was a, it was a lot of really great pictures. And we're gonna like yeah we're gonna we're gonna sh- get some of them to share their stories and uh, talk a little bit about the uh, what it's actually so like. We know what it's like to put together a trip in the middle of pandemic, just the two of us for <laughs> yeah. work. But how do you do that when you actually still want to celebrate something? Um, you want yes. to give a little bit of happiness to to, to this year and, and a little bit of pride. Um, yeah, like what I, are your, yeah. <laughs> what are your train wins? Tell us about your wins. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I think it's like just such a cool, a cool concept. And I want to get into like social riding whenever it's, an appropriate season and time to social ride. I think the other thing too is I have like this personal hang up about going through like places with higher COVID rates and I need to just like figure that out for myself. Um, but I'd love to hear from, you know, the people who went on this trip in that regard and be like, how did you like make sure that you guys were safe? Like, you know, what was your experience like on board? Did you feel like all the practices made it like, cause they're not congregating in large groups and, or, you know, right. like everyone was all spread out. You know, people were like sending each other like, you know, texts and pictures and posting in the group and stuff. It wasn't just people crawling all over each other or anything. So like, yeah, no, it, it was it's some of the pictures, like even, even, even when they, like, a couple people like met up in like the lounge to get their food, like everyone was at a different table and yeah. all the different groups. So it was everyone, it was like super right. clean, like you super with clear. Your pod, but your pod could be like adjacent to another pod masked and, you know. Yeah, no, it, it, it was great because it was like, we, we, we got to plan something for two of us. And I, and I want to say there was like maybe like a dozen uh of, of them actually got together for, mm-hmm. for this pride ride um so that'll be a fun conversation uh to talk to uh that crew from that facebook group about it definitely um so do you want to um do you want to tear into our email we got like a really nice email we've been trying to do like some mailbag stuff when you guys ask us questions yeah so a uh, big thank you to uh to josh uh out in louisville um he's 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 a fan of ours we're a fan of his we we, we, everyone follows each other on social media yes um but he so he had a non-question question email he just wanted to like call and write us and say hello um but 
on a topic we wanted to touch on. So um, part of his email reads, um, I don't really have a question, but I'd like to request some tips for Maddie on life as a non-car owner, because I'm unfortunately not one. Uh, I love the idea of it. Uh, I just haven't quite figured out how to make this a reality for myself while living in an area that is somewhat limited to public transportation. I drive a school bus, rock on. So that's, cool. that's awesome. So um, cool. Keep keep on doing. Yeah, that, that's you. You are essential. You are needed. Fantastic. Thank you, bus driver. Um, and he says, uh, so more driving is the last thing I want to do once I finish up work. Uh, yeah. I don't completely despise operating a car, but I am turned off by ownership that uh, everything comes with it. I have no interest in going into debt, older cars worn out, and plus visits the repair shop regularly. Uh, I want to make use of my bike whenever possible. Uh, it's awesome. Um, I spent time on the Tark bus. I'm, I'm rambling now, so any thoughts on that? So that, that was Josh rambling, not me rambling for Josh. So I figured this would be a kind of a cool yeah. topic to touch on. So how is it um, as a non-car owner? Uh, any tips you can give our, our good friend? Yeah, <laughs> let me start out real quick. Shout out to the Tark bus. I have also spent many a time. Um, that would be the Transit Authority, the River City there in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I miss Louisville so much, you know, I always lived on the Lexington side of things. Um, you know, I grew up in Versailles, but like Louisville is a tricky city to bike. It's a tricky city to tark. Um, I think as, okay, as a non-car owner, Kentucky is a really difficult place to be a non-car owner. Um, you know, I mean, that's part of what initially drew me to even do summer by rail before I knew that I was going to be an RPA like this, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, I've always, I've always taken the position F cars um, because I think that like as a hobby, it's an interesting thing, but as a means of transportation, it's killing our planet and it's really stupid. Um, why do we have private cars on public roads, but public trains on private rails? I mean, <laughs> the contradictions that we exist with within this country are baffling to me sometimes. So my <laughs> advice as a non-car owner, one, figure out which of your car friends you're going to carpool with. Throw in on gas, help other people to afford their vehicles. A little bit of mutual aid goes a long way. Um, I just think it's a good thing. You know, if you ever do need to go between Louisville and Lexington, it's not like, um, you know, you just hop on a train yet. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, invest, invest in your bike, take good care of your bike, learn good bike routes around Louisville. Um, throughout the Highlands, there's a lot of great places to kind of test out biking in town. Um, but you know, downtown, it gets a little sketch and everything up under the bridge is really sketch too. Um, so I, I would say like those are key things to being a non-car owner. Other option too, I've seen a lot of people do this is um, consider sell your car, sell, sell your car, tune up your bike, sell your car now. I would tell everyone if you live in a metropolitan area with a decent bus network, sell your car. You don't need it. You think you need it, but you don't. Um, <laughs> take whatever money you were going to spend on your car, put it in a savings account, buy an e-bike, go a little bit further. Um, okay. I think, you know, like I started saving, like when I, cause I've owned three cars in my lifetime and that's, that's in, oh God, like 10 years of driving, 12 years of driving, 12 years of driving. There we go. I'm so old. Oh my God. Um, really, really, <laughs> but so I've owned, I've owned three cars <laughs> and all of them I owned for about a year because I needed a car, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, and then once I co-lived with people long-term who owned cars, like, you know, I would get rid of it and just help them pay for like maintenance and gas and stuff whenever I did need to use their vehicle. Um, but I would encourage you to also have conversations with other friends that are interested in reducing their auto expenditures. Like definitely have these conversations. If you can vehicle share, it'll make a huge difference. Mm. Um, another great idea. thing you can do is get involved. Um, the RPA chapter in Kentucky, um, like support them, reach out to them. I would love to provide direction on how we can like have some good growth in Louisville. And I think when we look at the budget and uh, a lot of this hinges on what's happening with Louisville Metro Police Department, unfortunately, but we're not going to see a lot of TARC money get freed up without that police budget cut. And I don't know if that police budget cuts ever going to come considering. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of a lot of ramble. So I guess I'm just rambling now. And Josh, if you have any thoughts on all that, please let me know, bud. Yeah, I, 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 when, I, when I saw the email come through, I'm like, I, you know, not just the, the you know the the real results accounts, but like you know, Josh and I follow each other on social media, like yeah, our, our personal Instagram, things like that. And when I saw the email come through, I'm like, looking for non-car owner tips from somebody who actually used to live in that area. I'm like, okay, this is actually like a perfect question. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yes. No, I'm always here to like, get rid of your car. I always support, always support. And I do understand. Okay. Now don't, don't at me. Don't cancel me for saying this. What, let me put that. Like if you live inside of Louisville, if you live in J-Town, I'm not going to recommend it. If you live in Indiana and you commute into Kentucky, I'm not going to recommend it. You know what I mean? But if yeah. you're like work life, everything is inside of a metro area that has good transit. You do not need to own a vehicle. You're putting extra miles on the road. You're contributing to carbon emissions. There's, you know, more road crews that have to be out fixing stuff up. Like don't contribute to pollution and traffic if you can avoid contributing to pollution and traffic. Yeah, actually, so in Josh's email, uh, he followed up uh, asking, talking to me about um, looking forward to, I, I, I know I promised at some point early on in the podcast, a deep dive into the history of uh, the North-South Rail Link uh, with our friend TJ. We're going to do like our own little yes. side pod. Yes. And uh, Josh mentioned actually trying to go from New York City to Salem, uh, Mass, for a wedding last winter. And he's like, mm. I left New York City thinking I had it all figured out. I had my plan. He goes, and all I said it was, boy, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. So, so that actually gets me thinking that I, I, we, we should do the, um, the deep dive uh, at, at some point uh, for, for, for that project. For sure. um, I think that, that I think that'll be actually a, a, a fun getting me to rant. <laughs> oh, I have one more tip, Josh. I totally just remembered um, the mega bus service out of Louisville terrific you go to this sketchy underpass um and it's like in a weird spot that doesn't make any sense but it's like where the mega bus is allowed to park right um but i've greyhounded and i've mega bus out of louisville many a time because it the transfer from lexington to louisville is like not worth it you spend like three hours on this bus and you like stop in frankfurt for no reason like it's like a 50 minute drive if you floor it you know um, but the mega bus, the mega bus in Louisville, totally worth it. The Greyhound station in Louisville, surprisingly secure. I mean, I've literally been there at three o'clock in the morning, multiple times coming out of Chicago and Nashville and had zero problems. It's one of the few stations through that region that I would say is like safe for everybody. This really gets into the heart of our city mouse country mouse relationship like oh, I mean, up, I've, yeah. I've heard of megabus <laughs> i've seen him on the expressway <laughs> oh our listeners know your first greyhound was 
my doing so yeah. i'm gonna try to get you on another sketchy one and then because i mean i don't want to discredit what buses do for regions that don't no, have not train service i don't think it's a deterrent to adding no. train service because no, these are different clientele it serves a different function and like how do i put it like different kinds of people move on different kinds of people movers yeah absolutely i mean like 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 there are people you, that have like physical limitations where like a charter bus is not an option. There are also people who sit backwards on a train or like, I'm going to barf, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, I mean, cause we, not only did you spend time with me in Chicago as part of last year's summer by rail trip, but like, you know, on our last trip, we, we were in the Bay area on BART and we, we, you and I have actually been in multiple cities with multiple way, modes of transportation, multiple, yeah. you know, very multimodal trips we've been on. Um, I'm actually looking forward to it. And, and we talked about this on our Southern trip uh, mm -hmm. back in January is that like, yeah, my first Greyhound trip uh, was remarkably like So perfect. much better than like yes. most people's. Yeah, that was and, so messed up. And not that, <laughs> not, not that I want to like, not that I want to see like the worst of the worst, but I, I, I do want to get back to that where like, whether you and I go talk to our friends in person down in Kentucky or Tennessee again, and I witness how these bus networks work and don't work, yeah. not just Greyhound, but like these, the regional bus services, like, like you mentioned, Tark, um, you know. Well, and that's the thing is it's like with Tark, there should be a way for like Tark or Lextran and Lexington. There's no, there's nothing between Lexington and Louisville that's like consistent daily, you know, and I've shown you the maps of these cities and it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, but when far. you look at Dayton, Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Louisville, Lexington, Nashville, when you look at the radial growth pattern of all of these, it seems like a freaking no brainer to me. And oh, like, yeah. I get that these are like poor people and working class people and not everybody just gets in a cella, but like, it's time. Yeah it's time to have serious conversations and you know like the whole last webinar was such a wake-up call too in that regard so yeah i guess really is like when are we gonna go to louisville like maybe we should throw that one on the radar i'll put it up on the dartboard boss yeah no I, we, we're, we've been talking about you know we we do you know shout out to to, to mikey c our our, 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 good, our good friend um still wants us to do our salt lake city denver front range area trip mm -hmm. at some point like we, we promised we're gonna do that uh talk about maybe going to you know see some of our friends in texas uh when mm -hmm. we can um so like yeah i mean i when we can't we work best whether you know work work or this podcast work you know our our, our, our side hustle here we work the best in the field talking to people, you know, recording, mm -hmm. filming, content, this and that. We work the best there. And so yeah, no, we're we're uh yeah. we're hoping that uh Oh my god, it's almost as if extroverts do best when they're like engaging <sighs> with other people. It's so wild. Right? Um have yeah, having events and hope here's hoping that uh that 2021 um works out better for for all of us, not not just uh Manny and I, but for yeah. all of us in general. Yeah, everybody go vote, go support your public transit measures. Um, this is yeah. not, you know, regardless of whatever's happened at the federal level, that's, you know, created the stalemate in which we currently exist. Like, um, there's still a lot of local issues and it's worth it. It's worth it yeah, to invest in those local issues and be involved. Cause that'll change yeah, your day to day. I, 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 It'll change your day to day way more than a federal decision that's made um, as far as like immediacy of change, you know? Yeah, I, I do believe, uh, you know, I mean, there's why I think like 
something along the lines of like 18 million ballots already cast, uh, like mail-in early voting around the country. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's job. transit, there's, tra there's, there's ballot issues uh, going on in, in Austin, Texas, uh, Prop A, there's Measure RR, uh, mm -hmm. as many mentioned uh, in the Bay Area, there's one going on right now uh, in the in Portland, Oregon, and one for, uh, was it Gwinnett? I, I forgot exactly how to pronounce it. One of the counties just outside of Atlanta. Uh, they're mm -hmm. also doing a ballot measure. So there's four big ones. Yeah. Um, let's hopefully they go the way of Phoenix and, and not the way of, um, of Nashville. And we actually get money being spent and we actually get transit uh, being built. Um, so Let's hope for some really good news uh, uh, three weeks from now. Not, yeah. not, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about the, the big ticket issues that's going on in the world right now, but just for like our single issue kind of view, uh, let's hope for some good, some extra good news uh, come um, November 3rd. Definitely. Um... But I did want to hit on, before we go on one last, uh, speaking of our, of our trip, um, one last uh, issue. Um, you wrote a really, really good blog um oh my god thank you <laughs> kind of uh no you did actually and we're we're gonna actually uh oh, i didn't know it was people, up, guys it's funny if, if people go to uh railroadsroads.org our, our website and, and get to our pod um we are going to eventually open up like a blog section and actually put some of our writings we've done in the past yeah. for work or, or, for, or for otherwise and uh this is definitely going to be one uh that goes up on there um you can find Maddie's blog. You can talk about it a little bit if you want, but it's uh, we have a bit.ly link, uh, bit.ly slash beyond the builder. Uh, and we'll put that in the, uh, the the episode notes so people can find it. But yeah. if you want to talk uh, briefly about it before we go. Here's what I'm going to say. Um, Y'all read it. Read it and let me know what you think. Leave me some spicy comments if you disagree. Leave me some positive comments if you think I'm doing the right thing. But uh, some engagement and feedback is always welcome. Um, so one of, one of my favorite of the like older crowds of advocates had, uh, read it and reached out to me and was just like, Hey, you're doing a really good job of like coming into your role in all of this. And it was just like a really wonderful thing to hear. Cause it was easy to write. Like, I'm not saying it was like easy to do summer by real. Cause the actual trip was, I mean, it's 50 days of moving. Like it's a lot, but yeah. like. We put you the through the writing, last year. The writing was fun writing, you know what I mean? And now yeah. we're talking yeah. about things that require nuance. They require self-education. Um, it's really different than like travel blogging. So, um, you know, if you want to support our advocacy and just kind of see my more professional thoughts as opposed to podcast rantings, yeah, bit.ly slash beyond the builder. You can also go to realpassengers.org and just type in Maddie Butler, M-A-D-I butler uh, and see everything that i've written that i've been credited for yeah because we I, I do believe um <laughs> you, you love the byline there so they'll actually be able to search for you yeah. but also i want to say um just professionally so, so summer by rail ended uh last august i do believe you wrapped up the trip mm -hmm. and um thanks to facebook and the memories timeline memories um we were in sacramento california a year ago <gasps> Um, oh my god for the fall conference. so for the fall conference and that was <sighs> your first official conference um mm. as kind of like what in your part-time role in, in, in mm -hmm. uh, the, after after the, so um i want to say a happy belated anniversary uh to you for joining the team thank so, you so uh, much That's, yeah i mean 
yeah no it's it's been um it's been a rowdy year as no longer the sbr intern um and i mean again it's like the just i know like i really appreciate how fortunate and lucky i am to have a position that's like even possible with everything going on because we've had so many friends and nonprofits who have taken like a massive loss you know like major yeah, hits yeah, I, to I, the nonprofit so the I fact have, that i, I have can friends still who do are the closed like nonprofits yeah, like don't exist same. anymore like it's yeah. it's yeah yeah so um i'm very i'm very grateful to um have this advocacy platform and even though it's something that i've definitely like grown into um, it's a really important form of advocacy. You know, I've done um, advocacy for like for art, for music, for healthcare, for um, you know like different causes in Appalachia. And so it's like it's just been a really wonderful year of like learning and personal growth, despite all of the COVIDity. I've been yeah, and 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 you you didn't come into this completely blind. I mean, like pe people who have listened to this podcast, you know, know our history. Oh, no, I came know into our the association and... just like hitting my vape and being like. F cars, am I right? Like, <laughs> you know, but y'all kept me around um, and it's really proven worthwhile. And so, yeah, just read my blog about it and then tell me, tell me things. Hey, war on cars, interview us. <laughs> we'll do a cross promotion. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we're going to wrap up. Um, yeah. th thank you uh, to everyone who listens. Um, thank you for, uh, to everybody. Uh, be sure to hit us up on social media as always at rail results uh, for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Actually, we need to use the gram more often. Um, I don't, don't think we've posted anything since yeah. like last last year. If anyone wants to do an Instagram takeover, let us know. I would yeah. love for trip takeovers. That'd be so cool. We have plenty of friends out there who are, like we said, who are still traveling. Like, yeah, come come do a takeover. Get, get us the proper hashtags to get a better audience. Um, <laughs> Heard that. But uh, yeah, railresults at Gmail. If you want to email us, you can leave us a voicemail. Say bigger, uh, not better, because our audience is quality. You guys are awesome. Well, absolutely. Tell yeah, your we're, friends. We're, Let's like build this nation. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, email us, drop us a line, drop us a voicemail, the whole nine yards. You guys know what's up. And um, we'll uh, we'll stay in contact soon because we're, we're, we're yeah. going to bring you guys the uh, the Pride Ride uh, review. Uh, with yeah, some of our you friends. know. It's like Amtrak maybe cutting their rolling stock, but we're always trying to expand our crew. So, yeah, <laughs> well said. So, um, yeah. So uh, I'm as always, Joe. Still Maddie. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon. All right.